Welcome to the Encouragement Outpost podcast. And today we are going to talk about a very sticky, sticky, messy emotion. It's not one that we like to admit that we have, but when you do, it's the beginning of healing. Today we're going to talk about jealousy. Oh my goodness, I have the spiritual surgical scars to show, to prove that God has really had to do a major work in my own heart with that. And so let's talk about that and see if we can get some encouragement about this messy emotion. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Encouragement Outpost podcast. And this episode, we're going to be talking about the messy emotion of jealousy. I'm your host, Dr. Georgia Pointer, and I've written a book called A Christian Woman's Guide to Overcoming Messy Emotions. I do not tackle everything on this podcast that I've tackled in the book. In fact, I've kind of been been diligent and being intentional about dealing with some extra stuff that's not in the book, but it's impossible not to kind of hit on some of that, but some of the things that are in the book. But if you are interested in getting a copy I encourage you to go online to barnesandnoble.com and order a copy. You can type in Messy Emotions. My book should pop up uh, and also amazon.com. Jealousy. Oh, my word. It is such a it is such a a messy, messy emotion. And I won't say that I've never felt jealousy, you know, as a child or anything, but the most. Oh, the most terrible time I had with it was when I was in my 30s, I believe it was. I was in my 30s. And at first, honestly, I didn't know that jealousy was what I was experiencing. And when I finally, finally did, I I remember just feeling over several weeks, feeling very uneasy um, about a, a situation that was that was happening, and I remember calling it other things, or I remember giving other reasons why I was feeling that, until God's spirit had to come to me, and it's almost like He had to hit me between my eyes and say, "You are jealous," and and right away. I set to work trying to not be jealous. And so let me just tell you that jealousy is getting rid of jealousy is, is not child's play. It is, it is not as easy as you would think it is because my first thought was, okay, I'm jealous. Then I'm just not going to be jealous. I'm just, I'm just choosing this at this moment. I'm just not going to be jealous. And that did not work. And let me tell you why that did not work. It didn't work because jealousy was the symptom. But there were a a myriad of mindsets that were attached to that. So I could not get rid of jealousy until I, well, until God unpacked that festering wound in my heart. And let me tell you what I found. And I'm telling you, y'all, 
this is this is one of the most humbling things that a person could ever go through. It was for me because I realized that there was insecurity attached to that jealousy. There was entitlement to that jealousy. There was pride attached to that and there was there was there was comparison obviously there was comparison uh but there was there was there was just so much oh my goodness there was so much and and you know i was trying to just put a band-aid on that issue i thought okay i'm just not going to be jealous anymore and god was like oh no sweetheart no 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 this is not a band-aid this is not even an office visit. This is a major surgery that needs to happen. And so over several, several months, God had to really, really deal with me about my jealousy. And you know what? I used to think that you couldn't be jealous of someone that you love because the person that I was jealous of was someone that I that I loved dearly. And... I was happy that these things were happening to them, but I realized that I couldn't stop thinking about myself in light of the blessing that this person was getting. Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful? It's like, I'm so happy for you, but what about me? But what about me? That is so very, very sinful. And so so I did learn that, you know, you could love a person, you could be happy about them. But you know what? Most of us love ourselves more than we love the person we love the most. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. And and honesty and transparency and humility are some key things that you need to, to have at your disposal when you're trying to uproot jealousy. But let me tell you what we what we do. If we don't put a band-aid on it, we blame the other person. We project certain attitudes on another person. She thinks she's this, she thinks that. But oftentimes what I've discovered is that jealousy is not really that other person necessarily thinking that they're something better. It's the fact that you think that they are better in some way. There's a part of you that thinks that if I had what they have, then I would feel worthy. I would feel fulfilled. I would, I would feel like I had arrived. Do you see what I'm saying? You're, you're attaching too much identity. You're attaching too many things that God has said we are to get from him. To, we're, we're attaching that to that job, that figure that she has, that husband she has, that house she has, that neighborhood she lives in, that, 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 that heritage that he has, um, whatever. There are so many things that we can be jealous of. And so really the way to deal with jealousy, my friend, is to take it to God. And you got to mean it when you take it to him. And ask him to dissect what is there. And let me tell you, God is such a very gentle surgeon. Now, some of the things that he does may hurt our pride. 
they may they may make us squirm as as he's he shines the searchlight on us but he only does it to set us free and so you need to be willing to submit yourself to that and and ask the lord to do what needs to be done in your heart because let me tell you jealousy is a horrible bondage it really really is you can't enjoy your own life you can't enjoy your own blessings you cannot you cannot bring the fullest gratitude to god for your own blessings because you have one eyeball that is contorting itself overlooking at what somebody else has that you don't and you know what sometimes you can be jealous of some things that are that are that are good sometimes we 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 attribute jealousy to you know a car a house or something like that you know something something shallow but we can even be jealous of someone's ministry we could be jealous of someone's upbringing we can be we can be jealous dare i even say it of someone's race that they seem to have it easier that you know they don't have to have the same kinds of struggles we can we can be jealous of so many things and like i said you know uprooting jealousy is not for the faint of heart but it's better than the bondage that you live in running around with all of that in your heart and another thing i've discovered about jealousy is that once you've had the major surgery you need to come keep coming back for for, for checkups. <laughs> I had a friend years and years ago who who had cancer. And I remember she she said she had a surgery for the cancer. And she said that every year thereafter, she had a doctor's visit that she hated. She says because she had to go and she had to strip head to toe and be naked, naked, naked and the doctor had to inspect every inch of her body to be sure that the cancer was not sneaking in on her again. Jealousy is like that. When, when, you, when you've had the surgery, when God takes you through that and he shows you yourself and all of those things that are connected to jealousy, you need to keep going back for those regular checkups and visits because I found that, you know, once God had dealt with that thing, you know, and that, that, that painful journey of unearthing all the reasons why I was jealous and why I, why those things were wrong and how to get the right mindset, I would, I would be, I would be fine for a while, but then something would happen and, and, and there'd be a little, like a little, a little sprig of jealousy would, would pop up. And sometimes Y'all, y'all know me. I keep it real. Sometimes it's like you are suddenly set on fire, at least with me. I'm so consumed with that ugly, messy emotion of jealousy that it's like I'm screaming in my spirit. Oh, God, please take this from me. Help me to get the mindset that I need to not be living in this personal hell. Which brings me to another thing. 
one of the ways that I tried to deal with jealousy, jealousy, one of the band-aids that I used once I realized I couldn't get rid of the jealousy by myself by just declaring I was not going to be jealous. I just asked God, I said, God, just take it from me. Remove this jealousy from my heart. And again, God said, sweetheart, you asking for an office visit. No, this is a surgery that has to happen. I'm not just going to take that away from you because it's connected to some things. It's connected to some lies. And so that is the thing that I want to tell you today. In dealing with jealousy, there are lies that are lurking beneath that jealousy. There are some lies that you are believing about yourself. There's some lies you're believing about God. There's some lies you're believing about that other person. There's some lies you're believing about so many things. And you don't even realize that those lies are there or you don't realize that they are the ones that are contributing to the cancer of jealousy. Um, you know, sometimes people act as though jealousy is a, is a harmless thing. You know, it's not adultery. You know, it's not child trafficking. You know, it's not any of those things. But I'm telling you, y'all, if I if they if if I could get them to do it, <laughs> when they you looked up when you looked up jealousy in the dictionary, there would be a, there would have been a picture of me, honey, from when I was thirty years old, uh, uh, in my thirties. Um, jealousy is it's a cancer. It is because it keeps you from enjoying what God has given you to the fullest. It keeps you from being content, and, and it. It burns away precious time that you can be utilizing what God has given you and you can present to him a, a, how do I say it? A pure service where you, you can, you can present to God something that has gratitude all over it and doesn't have the little worms of jealousy eating its way through it. Um, so, so I, I want to share with you a verse, Galatians chapter five, verse six. It says, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. I was just very intrigued by the word conceited there. Exce- uh, 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 conceited means to, to, to have excessive pride in oneself. And sometimes we don't realize that we have that pride in ourselves until something or somebody comes along that has something that we didn't even know we wanted. Pri- a jealousy has a pride to it. Because it's it can be happy with what it has until it sees somebody else having more. It 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 can be the seed of a competitive spirit in an unhealthy way. Now, it, one of the ways that you can benefit from jealousy is to say, "Okay, I'm jealous of this." So, what did that person have to do to get it? How can I find out how I can do it to to get the same thing? Now that can get you into some trouble, you know, but 
you know, if you, if you're, if you're jealous of something somebody else has, are you willing to do what, what they had to do to get it? Is it that important to you? And is it something even God wants you to have? That's the big question. But I'm interested also in this second part of the verse where it says provoking one another. Sometimes, y'all, the cattiness that happens in relationships between women is nothing but jealousy. We provoke the other person by insulting them, by slighting them, by belittling them, by talking about them, by gossiping about them because we're jealous. Because we can't stand the fact that God has blessed her with that particular thing and we don't have it. Y'all, when, when jealousy speaks, it's shameful things that come out of its mouth. It's ugly things that come out of its mouth. Let's not provoke each other in a bad way. Let's encourage one another. And let's do our relationships a favor by dealing with the jealousy that is in our own hearts. Because you know what? Your jealousy is not anybody else's responsibility. It's not anybody's job to dumb down their blessing so you can feel better about it. No. It is our responsibility to deal with the jealousy. And we cannot do it by ourselves It needs to be a supernatural work of God. So I want to encourage you today, just in starting to be honest with yourself, take a piece of paper and just write down anybody that you are jealous of. Now, that's going to take some admitting. That's going to, you're going to swallow your pride. But keep in mind that you're just writing this list down before God and and being honest with yourself as a starting place. And if you're really brave, write by that name why you're jealous of them. And then lay that list out before God, my friend, and say, Lord, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to feel this way, but I need your help. I need you to, I need you to heal me, Lord. I need you to show me where this is coming from. There's something broken in me. There's something wrong inside of me that makes me feel this feeling and I don't want it anymore. And I need your help. Friend, you serve a God who finds an invitation like that irresistible. He will do in you. He will take you (laughs) to that surgical table. And it, it's it usually, at least for me, it's not, it doesn't happen in one thing, in one, in one session. Oftentimes it's an ongoing thing. And, and, you know, I, as I look back now, I realize that God in his mercy would give me little breaks in between surgeries, you know, cause sometimes it would just be so hard. It would be so very hard. Y'all killing pride is, is, is hard work. It is, it is, and it's exhausting work. Um, and so sometimes God would say, okay, we're working, we've worked on this for a little while, you know, and then things would kind of smooth out for a minute. And then God would be like, okay, it's time to get back on the table again. And I'm so very grateful. It wasn't fun when I was going through it and it won't be fun for you, but friend, we are asking God to search us 
and to show us if there is any wicked way in us and for him to lead us in the way everlasting. Because there is freedom, friend, from jealousy. And it is found in the person of Jesus Christ. He came to set the captives free. And that includes those who are held captive by jealousy. I want to tell you just a really quick little story here about two friends that I, that I, that I knew one friend, um, got some blessings, some really wonderful blessings. And the other friend was jealous and the relationship started to deteriorate. And then as time went by, the friend who was jealous got some blessings that the first friend didn't have. And so the first friend who had so very much was jealous of her friend. And over time, the relationship dissolved because neither one of them could stand seeing how well God had blessed their friend. True story. True story. How many relationships have been destroyed because we will not get on the surgeon's table and allow God to do his work in us? It really is a supernatural thing. You can't lay on the table and perform surgery on yourself, friend. God has to do that. And so I just encourage you to allow him to do that in your heart today. I know that today's um, podcast is, was not an easy one, um, but messy emotions aren't easy anyway. And we're not trying to do easy stuff. We're trying to become more like Christ, right? So I encourage you, my friend, to um, send this message to someone else that you think might benefit from it um, as an encouragement to them. And I want you to know that my prayer is that you will experience the freedom of being set free from jealousy and that you will be able to have life and that more abundantly as a result. God bless you, my friends, and have a great day.